Episode 57, Repair and Growth. Hello and welcome to the Fighting for Connection podcast. I'm Brett Nicola, a husband, father, and fun lover. Listen in as I share stories, tips, and inspiration that will move you toward the connection that you want in your relationship. And we are back with the Fighting for Connection podcast. Today has been another busy but fun day. I've met and will continue to meet with some amazing people here before heading up north for a weekend with the guys from my Nicola family. But um, it's just so fun to watch couples who've experienced pain and hurt in their relationship find new ways and have new experiences uh, with their conflict cycle that allow for them to feel connected, close, and and uh, begin to heal from some of these things that have been affecting their relationships for many weeks, months, and even years. Uh, so I work until noon, and then after that, I'm going to jump in a truck with uh, one of my brother-in-laws, and we're going to head a few hours north just outside of Duluth to a small town of Cotton. Uh, we have a little cabin up there that we rent for uh, the last few years, and uh, I think there will be about 20 of us Nikola guys hanging out, spending good quality time with each other. These are like my father, my brothers, my brother-in-laws, and some of the older nephews that are a part of our family. So uh, I'm not exactly sure how many years we've done this, quite a few now, and it's really become a tradition and something I look forward to. So along with this, uh, this week has been kind of a uh, an enjoyable week for me in my business. It feels like for the first time in, in quite a few weeks, I've had time to refocus on some of the projects that have gotten pushed to the side. And I've been able to catch up on some items that have been neglected and I'd fallen behind on. So that feels good too. Um, many of you guys, I'm sure, are, are curious about Kelsey and her pregnancy. She's progressing along nicely. All seems to be going well there. That girl is amazing. It seems like she takes every pregnancy, uh, every pregnancy in stride. And uh, as I w- watch her and I get to witness her and her pregnancy, uh, I guess I just feel uh, this like sense of of like wow, the mothers in this world are amazing. So a shout out to all of you because that whole pregnancy deal, it's a, it's a real deal. And, um, and it just amazes me that so many, uh, of you out there have gone through this journey. Uh, and every journey looks a little bit different. Every journey is, uh, has its own set of challenges, but, uh, that, that, uh, that little miracle of life and, and how it takes shape inside of that uh, mother is just, it's its amazing to witness. And uh, yeah, I guess just uh, kudos to all of you mamas out there. We need you. You guys are amazing. So uh, with that, I guess an, another real deal is, uh, is the conflict cycle. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, uh, repair and growth around the conflict cycle. We've spent a lot of time on this now, a few episodes, and um, this is really kind of the end of 
the conflict cycle being the primary focus of uh, the topics on our podcast. You're going to hear about the cycle, I'm sure, in most episodes on the Fighting for Connection podcast because it is such a core component of what we do here. But I hope now, after these three episodes, you have a better grasp on what the conflict cycle is and, more importantly, how it applies to you. Today, we're going to focus on uh, repair and growth. Often, why I guess why this is important is that Often in relationships, hurt can occur. And hurt can come directly from the conflict cycle. Uh, uh, unmanaged conflict cycle can result in hurt happening within the relationship. But it also can be an event that isn't from a conflict cycle, but um, maybe from a spouse's actions or inaction. Uh, and usually what happens then is, is this event will spur a conflict cycle and uh, if left unmanaged, that hurt remains and continues to compound uh, and create distance in the relationship. For example, uh, hurt that happens from the conflict cycle uh, looks something like this. Maybe, maybe you have a stressful day and you and your spouse start going at it over something, some detail of the day. You're both tired and you end up feeling really disrespected by each other. The cycle escalates and eventually one of you says something, something that can't be unsaid. Maybe you've experienced this uh, like I have in, in my relationship. And it's something that kind of hits deep within the other person. And uh, and that hurt kind of remains. And uh, it, it's, it's something that... Um, hits just kind of our, maybe our insecurity or sensitivity. And uh, it's like, whoa, that, that went a little bit further than we had hoped or expected. That is hurt from an escalated conflict cycle. The other hurt that can happen isn't necessarily from an escalated cycle, uh, but it's like from a, an event that occurs. And maybe it could look something like this, like you are in the hospital, you're sick, you're injured, you're scared or worried about your prognosis and uh, you're there with your spouse, but your spouse gets a call and, and uh, they look at their phone and they're like, Ooh, I need to take this. And they walk out of the room to take the call. And uh, it leaves you feeling like, wow, hurt or abandoned. And uh, this is an example of hurt that occurs where it's not necessarily from an escalated cycle. It's just an event. Someone wasn't thinking, someone wasn't aware uh, and and hurt occurred. Either way, when when hurt has occurred, it can leave scars and sensitive spots in the relationship. It can break trust and it can leave you feeling disconnected and worried to be close to this person because you're not sure if you're going to get hurt again. And these scars and hurts don't necessarily go away with time. Uh, they can create a lack of trust and an ongoing distance in your relationship. It can quickly create a cycle that, if it's left unresolved, will remain as a little wedge or like a pebble in your shoe uh, within the relationship. And and even if uh, you can let it go and forget about it, if we leave it unresolved, it, it can prevent a certain level of closeness. Um, you end up just feeling a little bit disconnected, a little bit unheard or unseen or un, 
uh, unreassured. And um, until that is addressed, it's going to remain there. It's just a little buffer between you and your spouse. So we need to have a solid understanding of our cycle. And, uh, and your part in the cycle is so important to understand so that you can clearly communicate from a regulated space and you're able to understand your partner and their activation. Then we are in a place where we can begin the conversations that can establish new levels of trust and deeper levels of understanding within the relationship. Now, that's not to say that uh, healing can happen or can't happen without all of this. For example, we could simply forgive each other and we feel uh, like this is repaired and, um, and we're able to reconnect and reassure each other. Uh, but oftentimes our brain uh, is in this place where it's dysregulated, it feels hurt, it, it reacts just as if it got hurt by something. Let's say you touch a hot stove and it burns you, you're going to be more cautious around that hot stove until you have a really good understanding of why that hot stove burnt you, uh, what are signs that can tell you when that hot that stove is hot, things like that, right? Uh, until you know the, that kind of information, you're going to be timid, you're going to be cautious. And that same thing can happen in a relationship. And that's why it's so important to have a really clear understanding, to have a way to understand what happened and to work through it in a way that allows for us to feel safe and uh, and, and to repair whatever it is that, that took place. Otherwise, we remain scared, timid, uh, distant, whatever it is. So, uh, so there is a chance that, yeah, these things happen and you, you heal from them, you repair them, and you don't need to have a clear understanding of your cycle, uh, of your dysregulation and so on. But if you find that there has been something that has happened, some hurt that has happened and, uh, and there isn't healing, there isn't a reconnection, there isn't a repair, and it, and you're just like stuck on this. Every time it comes up, these feelings kind of reactivate and, and they're intense. And you guys, when you talk about it, you don't get anywhere. Then these are the things that we can look at to see where we're getting stuck and to gain understanding of what we can do to create some movement and begin the repair process. And again, those things are understanding your cycle, understanding your part of the cycle, uh, communicating clearly from a regulated space, and understanding your partner and what maybe is causing their activation. Those are the things that can begin to create movement and uh, can begin to create repair and healing in the relationship. It's one of those simple processes that is so challenging to do. Uh, our inner being often flares up and creates resistance to this vulnerable approach. Not only that, but I feel like our mind so quickly slips back into a protective mode and often we don't even realize it. I work with couples all the time and uh, it's amazing to just watch how they, they fall back into their own patterns, their own ways of protection. And, uh, and and I often have to kind of jump in and just say, hey, here's what's happening here. Oh, watch this. And uh, that's why it's so powerful to do this work with a professional, someone who can observe slow you down, and help you see where you're going amiss in this process. 
I love this process because it isn't just blindly attempting to make things better, but it's a process that is clear and can be followed. And I love it because when individuals are able to follow it, when they can be guided through this process, I have witnessed so many relationships have the ability to turn back towards each other, to move closer together, to uh, let these these walls of resistance, these walls of protection drop, and to see each other, to hold each other, both emotionally and physically, and it's just uh, it's just a beautiful thing to watch. So that is really where I'm going to leave you here today. Understanding that you have a conflict cycle in your relationship, there is a process that you can use to create movement within that conflict cycle to create clarity. And once you really uh, address your conflict cycle and you uh, intervene on it and you reassure each other and you reconnect, then you can repair. And this repair process is something that uh, allows for you guys to take these hurts, take these uh, moments of confusion and to talk through them in a way that reassures each other, that helps you see that you do really care about each other, that you do really love each other. But these moments were moments of confusion. And oftentimes with repair, we gain a, a better understanding of each other and we can show up in a way often that prevents some of these hurts from occurring in the future. Uh, I, I talk with so many couples and and individually, so many of those spouses want and long to care for their spouse, to love them and to esteem them and respect them and, and not hurt them. But because of their own story, their own situation, their own lackings as a person, uh, they feel like they often uh, let their spouse down, hurt them, and uh, and prevent the, the love and the care that they really feel for their spouse from being seen. So when we can when we can really work through this, uh, it's going to elevate our ability to manage ourselves and and to understand where our spouse is. And I guess for me, when we've had these kind of conversations in my relationship, and I've really gotten a sense of what happens for Kelsey in these moments, I've been much more in tune and aware and. Uh, and have tried especially hard in those areas to uh, walk tenderly, walk cautiously, and to not uh, activate her in the ways that I have in the past. And that's really what can happen with these kind of conversations is we learn how to uh, how to work with each other, how to hold each other, how to uh, how to navigate through situations in a way that allows for each other to remain uh, remain um, safe and secure and reassured within our relationship. So I hope that you can utilize these last three episodes and and apply them to you. Uh, more than anything, I want you to see that these are things that you can use for you. Uh, maybe one of the mistakes that I see couples 
do oftentimes is they learn about all these things and then they and then they say they, they kind of look to their spouse and and they hand all this information to their spouse and they say okay now now do it but this is really for you uh, this is for you to become aware of and to learn and to uh, develop skill around so that you can have the relationship that you want, so that you can be an agent of healing and help for your spouse. And uh, when we do this, we enact change in so many ways and we uh, can develop and create so many positive, helpful, healing relationships, not only for ourselves, but for our spouse and for all the people around us. So become a cycle breaker, continue to be a cycle breaker, develop the skill, learn the process, and see how it creates a more secure bond in your life and in your relationships. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Uh, enjoy the snow if we get it for all of those people in Minnesota who are listening. It's coming. And uh, I will see you next week on the next episode. Bye-bye. This has been the Fighting for Connection podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want more content like this, check out my Connected Couples Campus, which can be found on my website, www.pivotalapproach.com, and become the difference you need in your relationship.